What's going on, everybody? And welcome to the other side of the Firewall Podcast, where we talk about the latest and greatest of cybersecurity news, as well as we highlight those movers and shakers and glass ceiling breakers, those people of color who've made it to the other side of the proverbial firewall. My name is Ryan Williams, and as always, I'm joined by Shannon Times. What's up? What's up? And LeVon Maynard. Welcome to the show. What is going on? Welcome to Wednesday's episode. Uh, this is our, our weekly discussion. So uh, what we do is on Mondays, Mondays and Tuesdays, we go over our topics. So uh, Monday, we discussed um, some gas pumps in the Isle of White. Isle of White? There we go. Isle of White, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Isle of White being hacked and showing pornographic materials and how that can be a problem aside from the, the porno <laughs> to, to security in general. Um, and then Tuesday, we discussed uh, the Hydra marketplace being taken down. So it's a black marketplace on the dark net uh, and how German authorities took it down. Also a good discussion. Uh, but today we're discussing uh, burnout, right? So just in cybersecurity uh, in general. So Info, Info uh, Security, the website, uh, Phil Muncaster wrote, uh, half of security leaders consider quitting due to stress. So this is a topic that we've talked about in the past. Uh, we've had people on to, to discuss it as well. Uh, it's burnout is real. It's, it's definitely uh, in effect. Uh, but in this report, uh, the numbers seem to be creeping up. So um, uh, the security vendor polled 200 security bosses in the UK to better understand a fast emerging health crisis in the industry. It found that two fifths had been forced to seek help due to work-related stress, such as migraines, panic attacks, and high blood pressure. Uh, at the same time, over 51% experienced negative emotions, such as depression, anger, and anxiety. Uh, so I don't want to go too stat-heavy too quick, but uh, it's, it's not looking good for the, the industry, especially people in, in higher-level positions, but even people who are in um, your security operation centers, your SOCs, and things of that nature, are also reporting high levels of stress. Uh, uh, satisfaction in work is uh, is pretty low, and as you can see in the UK, um, it seems that like half of them don't want to uh, uh, do the work they're doing because of pressure. Um, so I just want to get your guys' thoughts on it and uh, what you've seen or what you may uh, just uh, think about the situation. Uh, I know for a fact when I reach out to people, they are stressed. But it depends on where, how their business is structured, from my opinion. So, like, if if your business uh, sees you as not being important until something's on fire, then there's a lot of panic and stress uh, involved. But if you have a seat at the table, it seems to be a little bit different. But what's your guys' take on this? Yeah, I, I can definitely see it being a, a big thing. I know we talked about it before, you know, a while back. But uh, yeah, it's just the fact that you're working in the cybersecurity industry and. Um, you're in charge of a lot of, a lot of big, uh, a lot of important, um, uh, a lot of important parts of the company. So that I mean, obviously, if, if the company gets hacked and all of a sudden they lose all kinds of data, um, your customers lose data. Uh, everybody's eyes are going to be on you because uh, you're supposed to be the security leader, you're supposed to be managing all this, uh, the 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 privacy and all the different uh, recovery options and securing your environment. So if you get hacked, then it's kind of like uh, you are the focal point. Um, and hacks are like, they're going to happen for the most part. I mean, if, if somebody really uh, has the time and effort and you know, time and energy to spend like trying to hack into a system, they're just gonna wait for some random exploit that's available on the web that somebody finds you know, after years of, of digging and they're gonna try to use that to exploit your, your company. And 
once you're you're exploited and all of a sudden you know you lose a bunch of data then everybody's looking at you and then now you're you're kind of like potentially going to lose your job i mean are people are at least thoughtful authority thinking that they may lose a job if they um aren't able to recover from a uh a security incident but yeah i can imagine i'm not i'm not really a in my current job, I'm not a uh, focus in, in security. Obviously, security is important in every every um, aspect of IT. But um, I can imagine putting myself in somebody's shoe like that, um, being concerned, like, uh, you know, what's going to happen? Like, and then, then, like in the article, um, it goes down to say that like two thirds, like 67% of respondents say they don't have enough talent on, on their team, um, and 17% claimed it feels like each person is doing their workload of three doing the workload of three so and i can imagine being you know uh ci uh, the the yeah cio or something like that or uh the CISO of a company and then not having people underneath you that that actually um know how to like do the job appropriately if they kind of like if you're kind of the head person you know the most of the whole the whole team everybody's relying on you and you don't you don't have enough trust in your your um your workforce underneath you to actually get the job done then it's gonna put more stress on you you're gonna have to spend late nights trying to remedy the problem or everybody's gonna come to you be calling you every uh all different hours of the night uh something goes down and then you're gonna be uh pressured in uh, that way as well so yeah it's a it's it's got to be a stressful job i can't imagine uh being put in those in, in that in those shoes um and especially like we mentioned the last couple of years especially with the um, the ransomware attacks and the, we, you know, saw the, the attack on the pipelines and uh, what else we saw, like the, uh, the, the steak, the meat uh, packing plant in, in the Brazil, whatever it was, South America. I mean, you can imagine how that affected that company and how it affected the people that work as the, the, secu the security, um, work, work in the security team for that, for those uh, companies. Um, I'm sure they got like a lot of slack, a lot of, you know, a lot of slack for that and a lot of, um, uh, a lot of things had to change on the back end, I'm sure, to try to prevent it from happening in the future. But it's got to be a stressful job. I can't imagine, uh, you know, what a lot of these people go through. But uh, Shannon, you have some thoughts on this one? So I do, right? Um, so I, I, I don't want to discredit some of the figures that are in here, right? Because I believe, I believe that these people believe, you know, what they said when they were responding to this survey, right? But so, so here's the thing that gets me, right? Like your cybersecurity chiefs, right? So to say, this one kind of got me where I was like, this should be 100%, if anything, right? Almost all, 94% of respondents have felt increased pressure to keep their organization safe over the past year, and a third have suffered a major security incident over that time frame, adding to their stress. That should be 100%, right? Because when you're in cybersecurity, the name of the game is defense. You're always on the defensive. That's, that's what you do, right? You're there to protect the company. You're there to protect uh, cyber assets for the company. It's just it is an expectation that that is going to be happening, right? So to say that, oh, 94% of them are worried about it, like, dude, like, that's what you do. That's, that's what we do in cybersecurity, right? Um, it should, that should always be the case. Now, when they say they're understaffed, um, that gets me thinking that maybe these companies have, have under, underestimated what is needed to have a proper security posture. Right. So they may have, let's just throw a round number out there, right? They may have 10 people on their cybersecurity team, but to properly do what's needed for the company, it may need to be 15. So to them, they're like, oh no, we're hundred percent man. Cause we said 10, right? Well, no, it's only cause you only want to pay for 10. It should be 15 if you're doing it the right way. Right. This is why you have people in here. There, there, there was a mention in here of them 
feeling like they're doing the work. They have, uh, what was it, 17% claim it feels like each person's doing the workload of three. You know what I mean? Now, it, again, I, I, I'm guessing here, right? I'm just throwing it out there because they didn't throw any specifics out there where they said this company has this much or they're, they're, they're understaffed by this much. But I don't know. I, I, it, it's just the name of the game. Like you should be worried about it because that's what it is. That's what cybersecurity is. You're not on the offensive. You're not going out to get anybody. You're keeping everything out of your network for whatever company you're with or whatever. So, um, yeah, it's, it's interesting, you know, that they got this and, and they do a lot of these, these surveys and whatnot over in the UK, I noticed too, right? Like we don't see this happening too much in the U S right. Because they already know the answer to that. They're like, Oh yeah, we know, <laughs> we know you guys are stressed all the time anyway. Right. You know, you got, you guys get your colonial pipeline and your pork, your pork uh, messed with and y'all, y'all go off. Like it's, you know, like, like the world's about to end. So, right. But yeah, no, this is, um, I mean, it's good to see, um, see it put in the numbers and whatnot, but some of the stuff that they have out here, I'm just like, uh, like if you're going to say you don't have enough talent on your team, like, are you really searching good enough? Are you looking for the right things? Cause I mean, there's so many, like, I can't tell you how many times I've, I've seen job listings and, and it's not a lot. Let me, let me preface it with that. It's, it's not a lot. Not like I'm job hunting or anything, but um, <laughs> I want to put that out there, right? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not job hunting, but, but you'll see, <laughs> you'll see things asked for in these job descriptions is just like, that's not really necessary. Right. So are you saying they're, they're, they're not qualified because you're asking for things that are unreasonable or not needed. You know what I'm saying? So, um, and like, if that's the case, why are you hiring them on? You know what I mean? I mean, I know people can learn, right? But like, if you don't think they're qualified, there comes a time where you gotta, you gotta cut bait. You know what I mean? And just be like, hey, you're you're not what we're looking for. I'm spending more time, I'm spending more time correcting your mistakes or doing whatever instead of you helping us out, helping the team out. So, but that's my thoughts on it. That's just my my stance. No, I I 100% agree um, uh, with with both of you, but uh, especially with the uh, the talent pool. Like, like, oh, we don't have enough people. Have you seen these job ads? Like, what are you looking for? Like, a lot of these positions can be, um, a lot of these entry-level positions are not posted appropriately. You're asking for the moon, for somebody who is supposed to be just breaking into cyber, right? Who can who can be an asset, who you can groom to be uh, what you need to be in the company with uh, enough time and, um, and uh, just patience, right? But you want somebody who's already been doing it for five years. Well, guess, guess what? <laughs> like, you're going to be searching for a while. And you're going to be feeling like you're going to um, doing the work of three people. So it just, it seems like common sense, but again, it's outside looking in, I don't know budgets. I don't know constraints. Uh, and it's people uh, primarily making decisions who are not part of the career field, right? They're, they're more worried about um, the money aspect, but if you, if you're truly worried about the money aspect, then you need to secure your stuff. So you're going to pay one way or the other. So it'd be cheaper to hire somebody. Uh, and and get them into the uh, the pipeline as opposed to uh, paying your customers after a breach. But this is my two cents. Uh, with that being said, bring this episode to a close. Uh, thank you, Shannon. Thank you, Devon. It's always a, a great discussion. Um, continue to tune in if you're uh, you're tuned in Monday and Tuesday were our topics. Wednesday's discussion. Uh, no Thursday episode this week, but Friday we talk about everything else. So definitely tune in for that one. Uh, subscribe to all of the channels and all of the things, and share with all of the people that you know. Um, hit us up on all of our social media. It's uh, the name of the uh, name of the podcast. And then hit me up personally. I'm at RyRy Security Guy. That's R-Y-R-Y Security Guy. I'm on Clubhouse, LinkedIn, Twitter, and TikTok. And you, LeVon? Yes, sir. You can hit me up on the Twitters at LeVon Maynard. 
There it is. Stay safe. Stay secure. Take care. Thank you.